Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM96.5 HD2, WQAM, and the Radio.com app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, Zach and the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, like you just heard. And have you heard Dan Day's... Uh, update here at the top of the hour. Odell Beckham Jr. banned from LSU campus. Only the second player or second person in the last 100 years to be banned from that campus. Dan Day was the first. That was nine years ago in a uh, wild night for Dan Day. I'm a player you know, too. Right. If you know Dan Day and I say wild night, you know that was one hell of a wild night by Dan Day. That's my partner in crime, The Nose, with me as well. Follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose. We got a lot of text messages to get to and uh we have a lot more to get to just in the show in general we have a twitter question that i want to get to that one of our friends here on twitter has sent to us i need three running backs he's got a pretty good stable of running backs pick three out of four for me please derrick henry jacobs rojo or Gurley. pick three derrick henry jacobs rojo or Gurley. I appreciate you just letting us know you have Derrick Henry because right. that's just what, that's just beat the chest moment because yeah if I uh, if you Nothing decide ever not to start if you've got Derrick Henry why don't you do it just do it my God is he good Woo! to have the speed to break away for a ninety four yard touchdown while just throwing other people off of you is just so special right. um, listen I can't recommend Josh Jacobs let me explain this again because just in case you're tuning in. Josh Jacobs, who obviously was a late first, early second, mid-second round pick, is almost, in my opinion, unstartable this week for so many very so many reasons. One, they might not have an offensive line. Literally zero offensive linemen. That's obviously a big problem if they play that game. Secondly, they're going against the number two rush overall defense. Number one's Pittsburgh. Number two are the Buccaneers. This is a match made in hell, okay? Uh, so Jacobs already not having a great season, going against the top, top-notch rush defense, and has no offensive line. Due to all those reasons, I cannot recommend starting him at all this week. And your other options are absolutely lovely. So uh, bench Josh Jacobs. Right. Henry, Rojo, and Gurley, if you are listening, Mr. Puffy Jackson on Twitter. Ah, right, good old right. Puffy. Right. I'd like, like to give their names out, too, here on Twitter. And then you meet them for the first time ever, and you're like, wow, you're Puffy. Yeah. Doesn't work out that great. Let's get to a couple more text messages. 305-567-0560. Someone sent me a trade. Uh, Travis Fulgham, Fulgaham for Juju. Okay, I've recommended Fulgham at least two to three times already tonight to start him. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're not trading him for Juju. I love the guy's offer who's sending the Juju trade. Um, but overall, 
I'm not giving up on Juju yet. I'm extremely discouraged. I'm not happy. But talent-wise, offensive-wise, we cannot make that trade. Another text that came in is, can I start Slayton tonight? With no other sure. What you have to do right? is you have to press a button that takes him from your bench, and then you put him in a wide receiver slot. Okay, sarcastic is my I first language. I like snot nose nose. Oh, like that was sort of, yeah. sort of rude. Right. Uh, yes, you can start Slayton tonight. Listen, it's a pure risk-reward situation. If there's one guy on that team that's going to have a big game on the offense, it's going to be Slayton. So, again, I don't know who you're comparing him to, but can you start him? You absolutely can start him. Just know there's the risk in him getting a very small number or high number. I don't think there's much room in between. Uh, who to start? Oh, Jared Cook, or I'm afraid to even say his name to you. Evan Ingram. You did it. You did it. So you had to. Had you're going with Jared Cook. I knew yeah. what the answer was, but I figured I had to ask anyway. Uh, I need to start for who is the odd man out PPR. He's got Swift, Mike Davis, Antonio Gibson, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake. Uh, just going by the last couple of texts we did, is Josh Jacobs the odd man out here? It's a little. This one's a little tougher. Swift, you got in. Mike Davis, you got in. Kenyon Drake, you got in. Now let's get to Antonio Gibson versus Josh Jacobs, and right. I'd like that to be more of a – a Sunday decision for you, okay? The other guys you start in, uh, we don't know. Listen, if the if the, if the Raiders' offensive line ends up passing all COVID tests, I like him more than Antonio Gibson, no question about it. Uh, again, so why don't you wait until Sunday to make that decision? And I think that decision will be very obvious for you on that date. I can't answer that right now because we don't know what the situation is on a day-to-day with that offensive line. All right, here's an interesting one, too. I have Alan Lazard sitting in my IR spot. I also have A.A. Ron Ekilar on IR. I don't see any issues unless I lose another player with keeping both those guys. Am I crazy to keep Lazard thinking he'll be beneficial soon, or should I just cut bait? You know, listen, if you have the space to keep him and you don't have to cut bait, then don't. I think that he will end up being the second best wide receiver on that team. Uh, Devontae is obviously in his own world. I believe in Lazard more than uh, Valtez Scantling, if that helps you out. So if you have a, uh, if you have the ability to hold on to him, do it. If you cut bait on him, you're not going to lose sleep over it either. It's not going to be like the decision right here is going to make or break you winning or losing uh, fantasy playoff games is my guess. All right, let's get to an observation that I was just reading through, and I think it's an interesting one. Uh, the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield, all their other kind of uh, skill guys. When you talk about Juice Landry and Hunt and Odell, Chubb coming back hopefully sooner rather than later, but Baker Mayfield in general. Uh, your thoughts, your feelings, your everything on the Cleveland Browns, quarterback, running backs, wide receivers, the whole deal. Okay. So this week they play in-state rival. Cincinnati, right? It's in Cincinnati, who is currently the 27th worst defense in the NFL. So we're going to find out whether or not Baker Mayfield is going to be a man this weekend or not. We're, this is a huge week for him. He doesn't have Chubb. So he, yes, he still has Hunt. Hunt's a great play. He still has weapons all over the place, man. Odell Beckham. Let me tell you something about Odell, okay? Kobe's afraid of him, okay? Right, so right. let's just let's let, end it. He's also literally handing out $100 bills on national television to players. What do we think is going to happen? But I had to just squeeze that in there. Juice Landry has been very average. He's got a cracked rib. Uh, But overall, you're asking me about Baker Mayfield. In terms of fantasy, listen, you got players on by this week. If you're an owner of, uh, say, Lamar Jackson 
and your backup is Baker Mayfield, I don't mind the start this week based off of the matchup. Uh, we're going to see how he does. That being said, I'm making a pretty big statement here. If he has a bad game in what it should be an easy matchup in a huge game, I'm very, very scared for the Browns that they may have picked and the overall wrong player with the one pick. And I know it might be a little bit extreme, but there's just something about Baker Mayfield uh, and his inconsistency that makes me think that he might be the wrong guy. But we are a fantasy show. And if uh, for this week, it's literally the, like they'll make it or break it. Start Baker Mayfield if you have to in terms of if he's your uh, a backup to one of the guys that are on a bye. And he's got the weapons. I even like Austin Hooper quite a bit this week at the tight end. So, again, start Baker Mayfield. Start your uh, Cleveland Browns. But this conversation could be very different if they don't put up at least 28 points against Cincinnati. A guy that a lot of people down here are very uh, familiar with, uh, quarterback that went to Tennessee is now the starter and now moving into that top tier of quarterbacks. Uh, as hard as that is for me to say, and I just threw up in my mouth saying that anyway, Ryan Tannehill um, turning out to be, and we've asked about this a couple times now in the last couple weeks, is he an elite fantasy quarterback? Is he close to it? He's obviously got one of the stud muffins of stud muffins at running back on that team and Derrick Henry. But Ryan Tannehill himself, we asked the question, I believe it was last week or the week before, is he an elite quarterback, elite fantasy quarterback? Um, your thoughts now after even last week uh, and going forward with Ryan Tannehill, where does he fall category-wise for you quarterback-wise in fantasy? Fantasy, uh, there's a huge difference between fantasy and reality on this of one, course, right? Of course, uh, I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but uh, he looks quite the elite regular NFL quarterback. But again, he's doing that because he's a hell of a game manager right now. Because as you said it, this is Derrick Henry's team. And when you have a Derrick Henry, it makes your job much easier. It's called the play action play. And when the defenses have to literally account for Derrick Henry and make sure they have many guys on the line, it makes his job a lot easier. And with A.J. Brown looking really good right now, it's making Ryan Tannehill look like an amazing quarterback and worth the extension he got. But... This is a fantasy show, so he is a good fantasy quarterback. He is not elite yet, but he's averaging 23 fantasy points in most standard leagues on an average game-by-game basis. That's pretty darn good. That puts him around the 10th overall uh, best quarterback. So if you drafted him as your starter, that means you probably have a loaded running back and wide receiver and tight end core because it was that 4-4-1 strategy. I think you did a great job. Listen, I'm starting Ryan Tanhill in a big money league, and I am A-OK with it. I move him around with a Justin Herbert, and that just works out just fine by me. But um, I wouldn't be trading for Ryan Tannehill in fantasy, and I wouldn't get excited and trade for Ryan Tannehill in fantasy. Let's not get excited. This is the perfect example of a guy who is not putting up the hugest numbers, but he's managing to win these games. And in the fourth quarter, this is Derrick Henry's game. So, again, I hope that answers the question. I would not get too excited by the hype over him. I know people in South Florida understand what Ryan Tannehill is. And again, I wouldn't be trading for him, but I wouldn't be afraid to start him as well. All right. We are at the halfway mark of the fantasy regular season, by the way. Uh, Week 14, normally when the playoffs start, we're getting into week seven here of the NFL season and the fantasy season as well. Give me a guy uh, from each of the major positions, quarterback, running back, and wide receiver, who you were pretty high on in the beginning of the season and have just been literal fantasy bust for you. I think I have a feeling I know who the quarterback is at this point. But uh, start with that position, the quarterback, 
and t- no tight end, just quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. Give me a couple busts halfway through the season. Okay, so the biggest quarterback bust, in my opinion, and we're, we're doing this without injuries. Not fair, right? Um, Daniel Jones is just, to me, the biggest bust of the year because a lot of people, including myself, had him taking a major step forward this year versus a step back. Again, last year, he was a top six quarterback in the last eight weeks of the fantasy season, and uh, I expected him to be a lot better. I recommended him to be drafted as your starter with loading up on running backs and wide receivers, and I I didn't see it coming. ESPN had him top 10 overall, as I said. I had him top 15 overall. An absolute nightmare if you drafted him. And uh, listen, at this point, he deserves to be on every waiver wire, and I wouldn't pick him up, and I've seen him on many waiver wires. So uh, that's a complete bust, and we get to see him tonight to see if maybe he could uh, choke my words right now. (laughs) And so the running back position, uh, the guy is second in the NFL, believe it or not, in rushing yards, yet is what I consider to be a bust, and that is the hyphen who in uh, six games played has 505 yards. The problem is he has one touchdown, and that's a big problem. He's coming off his second best game of the year, uh, so we're not really calling him this huge bust yet, but he went, Zach, seventh overall, not amongst running backs. He went seventh overall in all these fantasy leagues. With he went over- sixth in my league. Yeah. There you go. Right. You know, maybe Michael Thomas went before him, maybe, but he didn't go earlier than nine and right now he's sitting at running back 16 overall in most standard leagues and oh yeah he's got Le'Veon Bell coming to town to breathe down his throat so if you picked the hyphen uh, again I'm not discounting him right now but I am nervous that when it comes down to the rest of the season he's not giving you first round value uh, he's right now giving about fourth to fifth round value so uh, to me with again going top six or seven overall that's bus city USA so far but we're not giving up on him. And then the last one that I'm going to tell you in the wide receiver position we just discussed is Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, that's got to hurt. You know, yeah. It hurts me because you know there's a love affair that's going I know. on. I know. I, every time I said his name, I hear like the bodyguard, Whitney Houston, singing, you know, I will always love you because that's how I, that's how I think of him. Uh, but this one really stings me. He's been absolutely awful besides the one week I actually got lucky, called him out as the nose pick of the week. He had two touchdowns to 65 yards. Other than that, uh, Juju has 53 fantasy points through six weeks. That's under 10 points per contest in, in a full PPR league. Completely unacceptable for a player of his caliber and where he was drafted. Be better, Juju. Do better. Huge bust. All right, yeah, that's stinky. Three big busts for the uh, first part of this uh, season uh, here. We're going to take a break here in just a second, uh, and we're going to get to the sniff test coming up here in this next segment. Uh, all the big, good, big picks. Uh, for this week from the nose there. Let me get to one or two quick text messages before we get to a break here, nose. Um, I need to drop one Leonard Fournette or Hines on the Colts. I need to drop one. Who do you drop? You could drop Hines from the Colts. Okay. Is McKinnon and Claypool for JT a good trade? It is beyond a fair trade. How about that? It's It's just simply a fair trade. Now, of course, I have to see your rosters, see what's going on there. But just on the surface of it, uh, it's a fair trade, even though I think Taylor is still going to have a better second half. Remember, he's a rookie who got thrown into the Wolves. No preseason games. 
very light contact in the preseason. So he's just getting his legs there. Uh, but that being said, Claypool has every every chance of being a very, very good player. And McKinnon over the next four to six weeks should be very solid as a wide receiver too. So is it a fair trade? Yeah, it's a good trade. Uh, quarterback question here. Stafford or Big Ben this week? Whew, great question. Uh, I'm going to go with Stafford this week at Atlanta. Just the matchup is just too good for him right now. Hasn't been great this year, Zach. Hasn't been great, but oh, I no. expect I expect Stafford to Galladay should have a few very large connections. So um, st- it's all about matchups, and you don't get much better than being in Atlanta. All right. This one I think maybe I can answer myself. Nose, you grade me on my answer here. My poor Dak Prescott gone for the season. My backup is Carr, but feeling itchy to drop him for someone else. And the three he mentioned were Stafford, Fitzpatrick, and Jones. Well, let's take Fitzpatrick right out of the equation. Oh, right I was going to recommend Fitzpatrick and just, you know, right, see right. what happens. Uh, Jones, I'm guessing, is Danny Dimes. That is the no yep. answer there You're as well. doing great so far. Uh, but if I had to choose between Carr and Stafford, I think I'm choosing Stafford. For this week, you're choosing Stafford, but Derek right. Carr's been very sneaky good in fantasy okay. so far. Let me let me pull this up right here. I've got him right now he, coming off a bye week, but I have him in the top 10 overall right now in terms of quarterback plays average. Let's take a look here. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be dropping uh, Derek Carr right now. Okay. Now, of course, this week is <laughs> very much, very right. much in the air, right. but right. he's averaging 23 and a half fantasy points, which is... The best Derek Carr's done in many years in fantasy, uh, ha- averaging more than Lamar Jackson, for example. So just to give you a perspective, I would not be dropping uh, Carr unless you had to. Uh, again, if you have to start one guy this week, Stafford is definitely recommended over him, though. Right. Uh, by the way, for the Thursday night football game tonight, Sterling Shepard, Deshaun Jackson, Lane Johnson, the offensive lineman, all officially active for tonight's game. Lane Johnson's uh, uh, one of the top tackles in the game. That's right, very good news right. for Wentz. That's big news for Carson Wentz uh, right there. Uh, do you think Michael Thomas will start this week, or should I start Preston Williams or Deontay Johnson instead? I really hope Michael Thomas will start because his uh, owners have been absolutely lambasted by his hurt, his injury. I can't answer that right now. It's too well, early. I can answer that. I mean, Preston, Preston Williams, Williams is on a bye, so. Off. Right, right, right. right. We're gonna we're gonna take all the dolphin questions uh, for this week. Deontay Johnson or Michael Thompson basically is the question. Listen, put Michael Thomas in the lineup, and if Michael Thomas is deemed out, then you start Deontay Johnson. It's that simple. Right. That's that's basically what you're gonna wait for at that point. I believe both games are at one p.m. anyway, right? Is the Saints play at one? That answer also, they do. will yes. be will be yeah. available. You, Saints you won't and Steelers both play at one, so you'll know by like 11:30, 90 minutes before the game whether Michael Thomas is active or not, to uh, answer that question for you. 305-567-0560. Running a little bit late here in this segment. The Sniff Test coming up next here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Take a quick break. Back right after this. Oh, no, no. Yes, I've been black, but when I come back, no. This is what happens when you ask Nose if you start any Giants tonight. No, no, no. <laughs> well done. No, no, no. Should I start Preston Williams this weekend? No, no, no. He's not playing. I like God. the Fitz question, though. The Fitz question Very prepared, good. though. Very prepared. Right, right. <laughs> I like it. I'm not even making fun of the texter. It was an, it's probably something that you were thinking about, too, because he's on the waiver wire, and he's probably high on the waiver wire. But he is done. Like he's that's it's it's just that's it. Or this guy's high on other stuff and just sending texts about guys on buys. 
correct. That is also another probably accurate statement there. Thank you. As well. Uh, let's get to, we have the text machine uh, up and running, 305-567-0560. I want to get to the sniff test here uh, and get ready some, get some of these picks ready for week seven as people are getting their lineups in and figuring out what to do here. Let's start, as we always do, with the quarterback position and give me a couple of players that... Pass the sniff test. Who passes the sniff test? All right. So the quarterbacks for the week that pass the sniff test, we discussed them a few times, but yes, Matthew Stafford versus that pathetic Atlanta secondary. He hasn't been great this year so far, but if you have Stafford, he's a wonderful play this week at Atlanta. You'll have no weather issues, and you know they have no secondary. So this is an obvious uh, good pay play. I love Joe Burrow this week, Zach. I love him. This guy throws so many times that he's going to have, in my opinion, 350 yards. Write it down. 350 yards and two, at least two touchdowns against Cleveland in the uh, home state rival game. And then last, uh, don't get discouraged from last week. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a huge comeback game versus the Texans. Uh, last week he had a very rough game, but expect him to bounce back. As you saw what Tannehill could do last week against the Texans, can you imagine what Aaron Rodgers is going to do? So I love those quarterbacks this week. All right, three quarterbacks that passed the sniff test for week seven of the NFL season, Matt Stafford, Jersey Joe, Burrow, uh, or Aaron Rodgers. Do we call two guys on that team Jersey Joe, Jersey Joe Mixon, and Jersey Joe If their name is Joe, there's a jersey before it. it. That's it. I like that. All right, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, and Stafford, the quarterbacks. Let's get to that running back position. Give me a couple of running backs that – Pass the sniff test. Who passes the sniff test? You better wait for the production nose. I blew it. You know, listen, it it. wouldn't be a show if I didn't blow it. (laughs) And (laughs) that is a pun intended. Okay, so Ronald Jones, if the game happens, of course, versus the Raiders, if they're able to field a team, man, I'm starting to become a believer. And yes, I know Leonard Fournette looks like he finally might be coming back. But Ronald Jones is running the ball with authority. And uh, I love him against the Raiders, who are not very good against the run. Um, Jarek McKinnon is back now that my guy, my my nose pick of the year, Radio Raheem, is back out for a while. Very upset about that. Uh, but McKinnon averaged 19.7 fantasy points in PPR leagues when he was a starter. So right back at it. If you have McKinnon, if you held on to him, it's time to insert him in your lineup. And uh, DeAndre Swift. Uh, Zach, it's begun. It, it really might have begun, and I expect it to continue versus Atlanta. This guy is one of the young players, rookie out of Georgia, who is trending upward right now in a big way, and I love him this week. So, uh, yeah, I'm basically telling you, start all types of Lions offensive players against Atlanta, but I do love DeAndre Swift this week. So if you drafted him, you had him in the last two weeks, you're happy, you're going to continue to be happy. All right, running backs that passed the sniff test for week seven. Rojo, Ronald Jones, Jarek McKinnon, and DeAndre Swift. Let's get to that wide receiver position. Give me a couple wide receivers this week for week seven that passed the sniff test. Who passes the sniff test? All right, we got Tyler Boyd at home versus Cleveland. What is Cleveland the worst defense against the slot wide receiver? And Tyler Boyd is one of the best slot wide receivers. So I know you own him in one of your leagues, Zach. You put him in your lineup. Right. It's a match made in hog heaven. Actually, it's not hogs. It's actually bangle heaven. I think you see what I did there. Right. Uh, Good job. Scary Terry, huge fan of the show, and I'm a fan of him. And versus Dallas, I expect Kyle Allen to get him the ball because, quite honestly, he'll be open. 
So Dallas has not been stopping anybody. Turmoil there. And I don't expect that just to reverse in one week. So Scary Terry's been a player that's been a little quiet. I expect him to blow up this weekend. And last, and I don't know if I've done this in a long time, but I'm recommending T. Higgins. Ooh. It's official. I'm on the T train. Right now, that's the, probably uh, the first time I've recommended two wide receivers from the same team. I'm expecting uh, the Bengals to at least score 35 points. So listen, if Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt were able to do it back in the day, or if uh, Harrison and Wayne were able to do it back in the day, yeah, I'm saying it. Why can't T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd do it this week? Yeah, it's a little bit of a stretch there, I understand. But Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins are players that are you're always asking, do I start, do I not start? So I'm trying to give you players that are realistic start as your wide receiver three and or flex. So there you go. Two guys are, you know, I'm really liking that over in that Cleveland Cincinnati game. Jeez. Tyler, oil can, Boyd, Scary Terry, and T Higgins, the wide receivers for this week that passed the sniff test. Okay. Obviously if we have a whole bunch of players that pass the sniff test, we got a bunch, a bunch of players that fail the sniff test for week seven. Let's start with the quarterback position. Give me a couple players that fail the sniff test. Who fails I, the sniff test? They did it again. I don't trust Cam Newton, Zach. I don't trust him against the 49ers. Just don't. Uh, I, I, the, he does not throw a good ball right now. He does not got, have weapons that are getting open. The only value he has is when he's running for touchdowns. And if he doesn't run for touchdowns, he has no value. The 49ers are good against the rush. Just a guy that right now, uh, COVID cam, as some of them may call him, right. I, will, I don't recommend starting him at all. Jared Goff, it's like, do I start him? Do I not? Well, on Monday Night Football, I don't expect him to have a great game versus the Bears. I don't trust him. I don't trust right now. Uh, his wide receiver cores and him, are they're not clicking. And I don't expect it to turn around again against a very good Bears defense. And this one sort of sads me because it's it, it's been a long time since I've ever had to say this. But Drew Brees, I recommend not starting unless you have to versus the Panthers. And the Panthers are not even that great against the pass. But uh, I'm watching Drew Brees right now, Zach. And if he doesn't have Michael Thomas, which it looks right. like he might not, his arm strength is down. He's not hitting the outs. Uh, they use all different kinds of packages now for Taysom Hill. He's just a player that is not an elite fantasy quarterback right now. And uh, he is not who he once was. So unfortunately, he could be a good game manager. But fantasy-wise, I would not be starting him this week. Yeah, it's a tough one to hear, especially if you drafted Drew Brees, thinking with Michael Thomas and that offense. You're probably going to get a huge season out of him. All right, three quarterbacks that failed the sniff test for Week 7. Cam Newton, Jared Goff, and Drew Brees move to the running back position. Give me a couple for week seven running back wise that fail the sniff test. Who fails the sniff test? Way to hold back. All right, I got that one. I got that one. Josh Jacobs, we discussed it, I don't know, most of the show. I do not trust Josh Jacobs for many reasons. Josh Jacobs is going against Dominic and Sue and that ridiculously good rush defense. On top of it, they might be picking up you if you could have that COVID test, Zach. You could be a a solid offensive lineman for the Raiders right now. If they don't have an offensive line, yeah, this is a player to avoid. It's a catastrophe. Uh, I'm going right back at all Patriots running backs. We've had a lot of questions. Do I start Damian Harris? Do I start Burkhead? Do I start James White? Well, I don't really love either of them. So this is another one where it's just a a, 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 a carousel. That's the word I was looking for. A carousel of running backs. And you don't know who's going to be good. And therefore, I don't trust any of them. And last Devontae Freeman tonight going against a very stout Eagles defense. 
Um, if you have to start him, I understand. He will get you the volume. 18 carries last week. But uh, overall, I think the Eagles defensive line is going to uh, man up on Devontae Freeman. And overall, I don't think he is a good start. Devontae Freeman, Josh Jacobs, and everyone that plays the running back position for the Patriots failing the sniff test at the running back position for week seven. Let's move on to wide receivers. Wide receivers for week seven that fail the sniff test. Who fails the sniff test? So obviously you're going to start Allen Robinson. Uh, Most likely you're going to start Allen Robinson on your team because you don't have better options. But that being said, he's getting manned up against Jalen Ramsey on Monday Night Football and Foles looks real bad. Just, it, I'm just saying it out loud. Foles has guys wide open and he's missing them. Well, imagine having Jalen Ramsey all over you. So if you're a DFS player, definitely keep Allen Robinson out of your lineup. And if you have somehow better options than Allen Robinson, if you're that loaded, let's look into those because I really don't like them this week. Raekwon, a.k.a. Traquan the Chef Smith. Uh, not trustworthy whatsoever. Even if Michael Thomas is out, I still don't trust Smith. Uh, this is right now Emmanuel Sanders is the best option if Michael Thomas is out. So a lot of people are asking about Smith because, listen, he re- does replace uh, Michael Thomas, and he had a good game about three or four weeks ago, but that was his only good game, and I don't buy it, and I wouldn't bet on him having a good game. And last but not least, Robert Woods versus the Bears. I see this being a very sloppy offense this week. I told you I don't like Goff. Well, I might have Woods catch, I mean, running for more yards than passing for yards this yeah. week. So overall, Robert Woods to me and even uh, Cooper Cup, don't love either of them this week in general. But of course, I understand if you have to start them, I get it. Just scale your expectations. Hey, Rob, Traquan Smith and Robert Woods, three wide receivers that fail the sniff test for week seven. We still have the tight end of the week. And the nose pick of the week coming up here in the last segment. We have a couple text messages in here right now that I want to get to quickly. Nose pick two from Joe Mixon, Kareem Hunt, and Kenyon Drake. Good little stable of running backs there. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Hunt and Drake all day. I am I'm done with Mixon until he shows me he could have a very steady game. He only has had one game, and my God, it was good. It was 183 total yards and three touchdowns. Outside of that, one game, he hasn't had more than 14 fantasy points. Very disappointing so far. All right, this one texted in, and I love this one already, and you'll understand why in a second. I'm number one in waivers right now. McKinnon is there. I have double A Aaron on IR, Cook on bye, and Mixon. Need to start a, a running back, but I have Malcolm Brown and Duke Johnson. What do I do? Thank you for listening to the show and playing along with us. I absolutely appreciate that. Listen, McKinnon is there. I would pick him up. That's a no-brainer. Listen, there's not a lot of guys out there that can immediately be plugged into your lineup for four to five weeks and be a valuable starter, especially if it's a PPR league. So I would be picking up and starting McKinnon over a Malcolm Brown or a Duke Johnson. All right, that's a good one right there. 305-567. 0560 if you still want to text in real quickly for us before we get to the nose pick of the week and the tight end of the week. Um, Joe Burrow or Big Ben this week? All day Burrow. No questions asked. Burrow, Burrow. Uh, I need two of the three. Lindsey, Singletary, or Henderson? I'm going with Singletary and Henderson. It looks like Melvin Gordon is back, which puts Lindsey in a backup role. Uh, Matt Ryan or Kyler Murray this week? Wow. Great question. That's a great question. It is a great question. Although, I mean, first of all, please somehow make a trade. Go to the Dak Prescott owner and just say, hey, man, 
I have Matt Ryan. <laughs> you know, what what can you give me what here? You because want? yeah, exactly. You don't gain by having any of them, but this is Kyler Murray. Are you kidding me? At home versus Seattle. Seattle is the worst against the pass. Uh, this is a dream matchup for Kyler Murray owners. So, and let me tell you, even if it wasn't a dream matchup, I am not by any imagination ever benching Kyler Murray at this point. He is our new modern day. Well, I know Lamar Jackson gets compared right, to Michael right. Vick, but right. but Murray is a very special player. And uh, he looks like he might be, let's call the next Russell Wilson, one of those up-and-coming kind of Russell Wilson types, where you just don't bench that guy right now. Right, no way. Right. Uh, as wide receiver three this week, I got Fulgaham and Higgins. Who do you like? That's my, that's my uh, I love uh, I love Higgins this week. So I'm going to go. Listen again. Fogum might have a good game. Don't don't be mad at me. All right. I just think T Higgins is going to have a better game. So I would go with T Higgins. I like I like calling him Fulgaham. That's my new name for him at the rest of the year. Fulgaham might have himself a big catch, and I'm right. sort of now at this point. I didn't think going into the show I would be really now sitting there really rooting for it, but right, the right. amount of advice I've given to start him, I, I, I'm actually now rooting for. At this point, you might have to take him there. All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back with more of your text messages. 305-567-0560. That's 305-567-0560 on the text machine. We have the tight end of the week and the nose pick of the week coming up in the next segment as well. Dan Day's our DJ tonight. The other voice is The Nose. Follow him on Twitter at SpencerNose, N-O-S-E. And I am Zach. This is Zach of The Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. We'll come back, wrap things up right after this. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Zach of The Nose Fantasy Football Show. Brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Thank God I have a blurry video of Nose right now. Good God. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads with Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Somebody just texted in, by the way, on the text line, 305-567-0560. Best places for takeout stone crabs. How about that, Nose? What do you think, Zach? I mean, I'm you know going with about that. Yeah, I'm going with Delaware Chicken Farm first. That's for sure. They're uh, number one on my list right now. You're welcome, Channing and my wife, for that one. Channing recommended it. Uh, my wife and my mom, my dad, absolutely loved it. The take the stone crabs from there. Um, but I'm going to give you a secret little life hack if you go to Delaware Chicken Farm. And I just gave it to Nose uh, in the beginning of the show today. Uh, yes, great seafood, great chops, great steaks, poultry, you name it. They have it there at Delaware Chicken Farm. This is not a commercial for them either. I do not get paid for this, although probably after this they should pay me. Um, they have something there that's a specialty in the corner of the uh, little deli area. It's called broasted chicken. Yes, you heard that correctly. Broasted chicken. Broiled and roasted chicken that tastes identical and looks identical to fried chicken, um, except it's so much better for some reason. I am a fried chicken connoisseur, and this has now jumped to very close to being the top of the list of any kind of chicken that I've taken out. So the broasted chicken at Delaware Chicken Farm um, is well worth it. It goes back to the text message for best places for takeout stone crab. Best sides for stone crabs. Nose, I'll let you handle that oh, one. That's- the Best cream spinach. Size. I mean, right. I go to Joe's at least once a year, and those cream spinach is butter. Their chopped salad is amazing. Fried oysters. 
Uh, but nothing better than the main show, which is the uh, stone crabs with a with a mustard. The only right, thing the is mustard when you, sauce. When you go down to Miami, you might as well just you know take out a second mortgage for the for the meal. That's why I would say Delaware is probably a little probably a little better. Stone for crabs you. are not cheap. They are not cheap wherever you go. They are not cheap, but they are well worth it. The they smile on my wife's face in the uh, in the kitchen right now is well worth whatever I paid for it today. Uh, from Delaware and all those places. So there you go. Thank you very much. But Delaware uh, Chicken Farm would be my uh, uh, my answer to that first question. I don't know about sides. I don't eat seafood. I don't eat seafood, so I don't know what the best sides for stone crabs would be. Uh, I would probably just go to my normal one of saying potato or French fry. Remember uh, the time one. where we remember the time where we had a food blog and uh, yeah, you didn't right. eat seafood on that food blog. That was right. that wasn't difficult to navigate around or anything. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, we we did a, a, a pretty good one at. Uh, Oh, God, I'm forgetting the place now in Fort Lauderdale. Tell me Shuck the place. Shuck and Dive. Shuck and Dive. And we walked in there, and you ordered about 900 different things off that menu. And for me, I got a Caesar salad and the Voodoo Spice Wings, the hottest wings possible that that place can make. And I, I just, I, I literally slurped those things down. And you didn't break a sweat, and you, right. asked, the, you asked the waiter for something stronger. Right. And they looked at you like, like this I was is crazy. the best we right. got. Right. That's when I knew at least, you know, you're not you're a picky eater, but I know you're a man when it comes down to spicy right. food. So and I'll give I, you that credit. Thank you very much. And I and and just by saying that, and I don't think anyone really cares, but uh, less than 25 years ago, I used to order chicken wings absolutely plain and dip them in honey mustard or ketchup. That's gross. That's what I used to do with the chicken catch wings. The ketchup part makes right. me think less of you. You shouldn't have brought that right. up. You were No, no, no. You, you were doing well. I went well. from that to hot and wet and the hottest you could possibly give me uh, with rub or spice, whatever you want to put on those wings. Now, Dan Day is a Louisiana native. Um, Dan Day, I'm assuming at this point, uh, has had some crazy spiced wings back in the day. Uh but these were like the voodoo spice. I think that's what it was called, this place. Dan, you would have been proud of me, Dan Day. I know that you were a New Orleans native. You would have been very proud of your boy, Zach, here. Both of you guys are making me so proud right now. Nose is going in there like me, ordering one of everything on the menu. Everything. And you, Zach, are eating the wings the way they're meant to be eaten. Right. Hot. Hot. I went in there and I got all that crawfish. I remember you right, looked at right. me like, "What are you gross?" Crawfish. Yeah. What else did you order? You ordered some other crazy stuff there too. Got, crazy for me, but not crazy. I had for a fried else. shrimp and fried oyster po' boy. Ooh, uh, a little peacemaker. We call that in South Louisiana. <laughs> that's what. That's a phenomenal job. All right. I love Dan Day. That was good. We'll, uh, end, we'll end that on the peacemaker. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Exactly. You'll get more of that by the way tomorrow morning from six to ten when Dan Day's in with me on the morning show with Zach Duarte. Um, we will. Th- I'm assuming this is where the show is going to go and head in that direction tomorrow. All right, let's get to some business we need to take care of. Let's go straight for the tight end pick of the week from the nose. The nose pick of the week coming up here in about five or six minutes. Uh, But give me that tight end you love this week, nose. I love Bobby Townian. Robert Townian for the Green Bay Packers versus the Houston Texans. Listen, coming off a bad game, I expect the Green Bay offense to pounce and come back. And did you guys notice that after Janu Smith got hurt last week, that my boy, the backup tight end for Tennessee, Anthony Ferkster, right, had one <laughs> 113 yards, one touchdown off of eight receptions. Let me tell you, that was the backup tight end. Right. What they did against Houston, Tanyan is better. That's all I'm saying. So he's going to have a big game. The middle of the field should be wide open. Robert Tanyan, if you picked him up a few weeks ago and he hasn't done much with you in the last few weeks, put him in your lineup. I really like him this week. 
Where someone just said after that chicken wing story, I almost want to stop listening to the show Facepalm. I, I don't. You, back in the day, picky. I agree Zach, with right. you. You shouldn't have mentioned that you dip chicken wings in ketchup. That's right. really sacrilegious. It upset years me. Ago. Right. And I need a timeout from you after the show for like five right. minutes. Right, right. And and then you see what I what I eat the chicken wings in now, and and people are and scared. Then you of totally me. redeem yourself. <laughs> right, sir. I I apologize for that. And and that story. Listen. No one hated it more than my dad because when my dad used to go get the wings for us on like a Saturday or Sunday football game, he would get like a bucket of like dripping hot, nasty hot sauce and then tell them, and I also need, can I get 10 plain? And the guy's like, yeah, sure. What are you going to like throw them in? He's like, no, I just need 10 plain. And he wouldn't tell them why. And now I understand from your reaction and the texture's reaction oh, at that point. It's like uh, somebody why? who asked for a pizza and then like takes all the cheese right off of it. Right, just, right, This right. is a sacrilegious thing. I did it. I did it. I redeemed yeah. myself, but I did it at one point. I'm, I'm Zach Krantz, and I used to eat chicken wings dipped in honey mustard and ketchup. And now it's a little different because I can't be like get it. It can't be hot right enough. Now. Right, I can't get it hot. Someone just said that's like corned beef on white bread with mayo. Yeah, I know. It's close. I know. Here's the textures coming in left and right here. 305-567-0560. We got a couple more minutes uh, left here for text if you have them in here. 305-567-0560. Otherwise, we're going to get to the nose pick a week. Coming in here in a couple minutes. That's a funny text that somebody said in. <laughs> Right? That is funny. That's like corned beef on white bread with mayo. That's right. In, that's perfection right there. Right. That's a perfect text, and I will stop now uh, at this point uh, after that. That is a perfect text here. Uh, we did get uh, to all the observations except for one. Any breakout player, do or die type that you recommend all in like bomb or bust guy for a team, maybe hits a big number this week or whatnot. Um, is there anyone, and, and I know what, what one name you brought up earlier but it all depends on if that game actually gets played. Uh, the Vegas game versus the Patriots. I know you like the certain wide receiver there uh, for that team. So if that game does get played, your pick for that question would be? Yeah, like I love Henry Ruggs for a guy who could go out there and get you yourself a 50-yard touchdown if you have bonus touchdowns. So, again, if you have players that are on by or, you know, you have a Jarvis Landry type player, who's been very average, you know, beyond average, if you would, I would say, you know what? Go with a Henry Ruggs and try to get yourself a bomb touchdown. Now, again, I wrote this show and I wrote this little bit before I found out five offensive linemen were going out. So we have to, we have to, he, he has to have, Derek Carr has to have time to drop back and have the time to throw the ball 50 yards down the field, which right now is extremely questionable. But listen, I think Henry Ruggs needs to be owned by all teams. I think his numbers are going to get better. Uh, so that's my boom type of bust type of guy. But I, I have him going boom if their offensive line is there. Right. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. If you want to get in here before we get out of here, Nose Pick of the Week's coming up here in just a minute. I'm just looking over Twitter to see if there's any new news on uh, the Vegas or what's going on there. I'm really interested to see if they do keep this game somehow, some way on Sunday. Legitimately what the offensive line looks like for Vegas because they don't have enough bodies. Like, what do you, like, what, do the NFL let this team play? I don't think they do. Right? Like, I think they I have to wait till do. Tuesday so I they can get that five-day window, right? It's literally a safety concern for the, the, the quarterback and the running back. That's my true feelings on it. You can't just put guys that don't belong out there, that don't know the schemes, uh, against that kind of defensive line. That's bad news. That's that's an injury waiting to happen. That's a concussion waiting to happen. 
Right, right. It's an interesting one uh, there. 305-567-0560. Trying to let a couple more people uh, get in here for the text machine before we get out of here uh, and figure everything else out. Uh, I, I do see one. Yes. I see a Matt Ryan or Josh Allen. That, oh, okay. There you, you go. Got, that one got caught in there. So I it wanted did. to ahead, make sure it. we address that because it's a really difficult one because I think Matt Ryan at home uh, versus Detroit is as good as it gets for uh, Matt Ryan. But I cannot, I mean, I cannot not start Josh Allen at the Jets. That's the guy who I'm starting that week. I can't imagine him having less than fantasy, uh, 30 fantasy points. Josh Allen at New York, slightly better than Matt Ryan at home versus Detroit. All right, well, let's get to it. So if there are any more text messages, we can get to them before we get out of here tonight. We have Thursday Night Football coming up. Philadelphia and the Giants, uh, 825 kickoff tonight. Let's get to the world-famous segment, the award-winning segment that we have here at the end of each of our shows. It is the Nose Pick of the Week, where the Nose puts his nose on the line for the week, and this is who he loves the most. So, Week 7 NFL season starts tonight. The Nose Pick of the Week is... Justin Jackson. Ooh. Chargers running back, a.k.a. The Brain. The Northwestern grad is proving he is the guy in L.A. and not Josh Kelly. Last week, he outsnapped Kelly 41-24. to And if that trend stays the same, like I believe it will, J.J. is in line for a huge game against the Jaguars, who are 29th against the Rush so far this year. Zach, he's a wonderful flex option or an RB3. Again, I'm trying to give you players that are not super obvious. And this is a player that a lot of people are saying, do I start? Do I sit? What's the situation going to be there? Well, I'm telling you, start him, start him, start him, because I love, love, love him. Justin Jackson, the nose pick of the week. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, there it is right there. Justin Jackson, the nose pick of the week. Uh, I'm still trying to get over the one that says after the chicken wing story, I almost want to stop listening to the show because now I feel bad that I pissed someone off that much with my well, chicken Well, you did. Story. You pissed me off, and we'll talk about <laughs> it off air. But, you know, to dip wings into ketchup right. sounds like what a – six-year-old my daughter would do who's you right. know yes that's what my daughter who's nine years old would that's do. how my eating habits were in probably my uh i gotta speak teens. to papa Kranz because I, you know right. it starts with him and i don't know if he did you right and we, oh no it. he wasn't very happy when i would do that it's called embarrassing right i think he was embarrassed every time we went out for wigs yeah <laughs> it's not not something now i'm proud of uh, do you, do you like him breaded or naked uh naked Okay, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Maybe right. breaded when... I, yeah, it was probably breaded when I was dipping them into ketchup because they were like small pieces of fried chicken back in the day. You were just eating bread and ketchup is what you were doing. Right, that's all I was doing back then. Uh, by the way, the corned beef on white bread with mayo comment was from Big Scotty, uh, who listens to us every single week here. Thank you, Big Scotty, for that uh, text message as well. Uh, so we're waiting word, by the way, on the Raiders and what's going to happen with that game. Just be preventative, I guess. You could say, what's the best advice you can give someone right. if they are starting someone in new england and that raider game we're trying to start someone the good news is that game is at four o'clock okay the also we will know the good news again is we will know if that game is happening or not and if that game is happening uh, as we discussed we are keeping extreme caution on starting josh jacobs we're going to go in every direction if not uh, if the offensive line is starting i understand you have to start jacobs i still don't like him but if the offensive line is going, I actually don't mind Derek Carr to Waller and or Ruggs. So you have to monitor it, be ready, have backup options for all players, and uh, the news will come up. Schefter will tweet that out right. with plenty of time in advance for you to make your fantasy decisions. So COVID uh, may be 
around this weekend, but it will be uh, you will be able to avoid the, the catastrophe, if you would. Yeah, so that game was a Sunday night football game originally, now moved to 405 on Sunday, more than likely will be moved to Monday or Tuesday uh, in that case as well. The Sunday night game now is Seahawks-Cardinals. Pretty good game on Kyler, Sunday Kyler versus Russell. Right, right. Yeah, pretty good matchup that's, there. That's called goal. Thank you, NFL. You made our Sunday nights simply better. Sunday night football more than likely every week has a better matchup than even Monday night football that used to be the crown jewel of the NFL and that TV experience was Monday night football. It looks like Sunday night football has overtaken that as well. Bye weeks this week, Colts, Dolphins, Vikings, and Ravens do not start any of those Dolphin players, including Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's not even a starter anymore. That's just a PSA for anyone out there uh, right now. That was the, that was the text that. of the year, by the way. We, we, it could have been. Right. Yeah. It could have Not it only is he on a bye, but... It's only the biggest national news in sports that he got benched. Right. And biggest and, game of the weekend, Steelers-Titans, two undefeateds, 5-0, 5-0, you think? Oh, yeah. Let's see. That's definitely the game of the week. Um, so, 1 o'clock, they're great games. It should be a great slate of football this weekend. And I just want everyone to get through it healthy and uh, so we can have next week. Well, exactly. That's all that matters at this point. All right. That is the news. My partner in crime. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Spencer Knows, N-O-S-E. Dan Day, our DJ, back in the Intercom compound. And I am Zach from the Morning Show. I will speak to you tomorrow morning on the Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz. Dan Day will be with me as well, Zach Duarte as well. Thank you for listening. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Good luck this week in fantasy football. Hope you get all the right starts in there. Hope you score plenty of points unless you are playing me and I hope you lose at that point. Speak to you next Thursday, 6 p.m. right here on 560 The Joe. What are you getting for Zach Ertz right now, though? You're getting a bowl of Parmesan cheese. You are getting (laughs) nothing. Hey, Doc, you better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads... Where we're going, we don't need roads. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.